Ready for something scary? Okay! You're in the right spot. The Ice Scary Podcast collects spooky, creepy news stories to discuss and give you chills. Just so you know, hosts discuss topics they've just learned about and have no prior knowledge. Their views are just for your entertainment. everybody uh welcome back to i scary we've got some more funny scary creepy stories for you and we have grinnell morris back again hello (laughs) it's great to have you back how are you oh i'm doing super um i hope you're ready for a few more scary stories i am i am indeed i have my um my concoction my brew here of uh cicada skin tea ready to go should I should I be so scared that I need a sip of it? Did you have nightmares after the the first podcast you did with me? Of course, I've got my tea ready to go, just in case you know uh, I get so scared I need some calming because cicada skin tea you know calms your calms your nerves. Yes, see the first uh, episode if you don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> wink, wink. All right, let's jump right into it. Let's do it. All right. Our first scary news story involves a kidnapped child. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So a young girl is kidnapped by her estranged father and her grandparents, who she was legally living with, go to some extreme measures to find her. And they had the great idea to find him through his online friends. And they found one who was a gamer in England who was up for trying to find this guy. So the gamer began this campaign of reaching out to the father through social media. Hey, where you been? I should send you some money for that Call of Duty tip. How can I reach you? Nothing. No response. Man, we got to get together when I come to town. Where you living now? Still nothing. You helped me again. I should send you pizza. What's your address? Oh, one of my Facebook friends is sending me a free pizza. And that did the trick. The police showed up at his door. Wow. Wow is right. I'm amazed. So, I mean, I mean, first and foremost, pizza. Well, of course, of course, pizza worked. I mean, over money. Yeah, kind of, <laughs> kind of. I mean, don't don't they say uh, the way to a man's heart is through his stomach? Oh, yeah. What a, what a, like, what a long shot. What a long shot that this gamer in Britain wanted to help and just took it upon himself. Uh, You know, someone contacted him, grandparents contacted him. I mean, I'd feel really bad, but I don't know how far I would take it to think I could locate this guy and, and trick him into giving up his address or his location. Totally, totally. I I mean, it's, it's pretty ingenious. Uh, I mean, so... Did he did he friend him on Facebook? Like, how did he contact him on Facebook? Good question. Why don't we get the full story? Take it away, Sydney. News. Five thousand mile rescue from Fox Five Atlanta. Grandparents of a missing girl use Facebook to find her. An online gamer in Britain is being hailed as a hero after he solved the case of a missing Hesperia girl from his bedroom 5,000 miles away. It all went down in Hesperia, California, a small town between Los Angeles and Las Vegas. The four-year-old girl was taken by her estranged father, Virgil Henley, 
who had been declared unfit and dangerous. Desperate grandparents tried to locate the girl through social media, contacting people tagged in one of Henley's memes. Enter 21-year-old gamer Harry Brown, who answered the message. He didn't really know Henley, but he wanted to help. He started messaging Henley and tried inventive ways to find his location, from sending him money to ordering him food. Henley took him up on the offer of sending pizza and gave him an address in Kingman, Arizona. Not long after, the police arrived. Oh my gosh. I constantly say to Julie, who's my wife, I constantly say, gosh, being a criminal today would be really challenging, really tough. But I like mean, 10 years ago, you would have considered it? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, 20 years ago, I would have considered it for sure. I mean, yeah, I would rob banks 20 years ago. I, yeah, I mean, you know, most people would. Oh, my gosh. You're too funny. Most people would have robbed banks 20 years ago. But now, now, forget it. Forget it. I, I, I walk outside my house and I'm like, you know. <laughs> Can't do anything wrong now. That's right. Oh that's right. Am I tying my shoe correctly? <laughs> Um, And then I'll be very suspicious now. Anytime somebody offers me pizza, I'm going to have to double, I'm going to have to double think the free slice of pizza that my friend wants to buy me or something. How many people are offering you free things uh, online and you take them up on it? That's true. Very true. I mean, how gullible was this guy? I mean, I mean, you and I actually know each other in person. Right. But imagine somebody else that you just have liked messages that you probably might must have messaged a few times um and they suddenly say hey man you know i just love you i love what you do i want to send you like 50 bucks to keep doing what you do <laughs> what what would you say uh see that's that brings up an interesting point to the story i'd love to see what the gamer actually wrote in that message like was it was it kind of what you just said? Hey, I'd love to I'd love to buy you a slice of pizza. Love to buy you some pizza. Or or was it like, you know, did he was it more clever? Was it more disguised? Was it more like, well, I'm gonna get him talking about food and then I'm gonna get him and then and then it kind of almost seems like it was part of the conversation that the offer comes up. So he kind of like slyly did it. Or was it just, hey, I you know, I wanna buy you a slice of pizza and the guys was like, okay. I mean, was it was it that stupid or was it or was it clever? I have a feeling it was that stupid. <laughs> well, the gamer guy, I think, was obviously much clever. This other guy's just yes. some dude living in I don't want to put down Hesperia, California, but it is like one of those drive through places near Victorville. You you know it. I you and yes, I know it. Right? I do. Yeah. I, I mean, do. I'm sure it's a lovely place, but um, I, I actually have lived in that area. I lived in. Um, uh-huh. What's the other little Apple Valley? You know, there yes. used to be George Air Force sure. Base. My dad was stationed there when he was a pilot. So we lived there for a brief amount of time, which, of course, I don't even know if Hesperia was there then. <laughs> I mean, it was, certainly wasn't as big as it is now, right? Right. Did you eat a lot of pizza when you lived there? I probably did. And and it was <laughs> it just showed up at the door. <laughs> Free pizza. pizza. Yeah. Is there is there anything is there any food like that that if somebody just said, "Hey, I'll buy you free free pizza, free cake, free um, that you would be like uh, cupcakes, mm. cookies or, or that, that that you might yeah, cut, or 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 anything. It doesn't even have to be food. Something that somebody would offer you for free that even if you didn't know them, you might go, "Yeah, but that's so that's so attractive that I I kind of I really want that." So I even though this might not be the smartest thing, I'm I'm actually going to go and see if it's true. <laughs> Is there well, any 
any okay. circumstance. <laughs> if I had taken uh, my daughter and I had been, uh, you know, a court had ordered that not to be possible. So I would say no. If I, if I knew somebody had a reason to find me, no, I would not accept the golden or right. what the the Troy the, the horse the from other, Troy. That's the <laughs> right. Because just the other day, I mean, you know, I'll roll my eyes at all the scams that are out there. I roll my eyes at it, but I get I get caught up in it too. You know, like just the other day, um, Home Depot was this like survey. And if you fill out the survey, you win a free, you know, something small. It was something like a flashlight or something like this. And you're like, well, gosh, if I fill out a survey, I can win a flashlight. And then you got to pay $5.95 in shipping and handling or whatever for a flashlight <laughs> that probably costs. It. But, but anyway, you know, you're like, well, I get something free. I get something free. And then I fill out the survey. And it was all these small things you can choose between a flashlight, a blah, 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 blah. And then it was like, you have won an iPad for filling out the survey. And I thought... Well, gosh, well, that's really, that's really exciting. An iPad with a, with a little, you know, with a little keyboard and everything, maybe I should. And it's like, no, you're, that's, you're getting sucked in. So that's, that's, I mean, maybe I'm, maybe I should be from Hesperia. I don't know. I I feel like I might've gotten uh, sucked into something. If somebody (laughs) said. We're going to get hate mail from Hesperia. Totally. (laughs) Sorry. No, I'll just, I'll just say just my, my own stupidity. I'd be like, Ooh, a free iPad. Oh. But yes, if I was if I was um, if I was if I had kidnapped somebody, I would probably be a little bit more suspicious. Whatever. A little, little, yeah. I, I would say yeah. he was just probably the one stupid person in Hesperia. Everybody else is totally fine, and you know they put it all on this guy because that is just a bonehead That's right. move. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's a, I mean, right. honestly, it's, it's a bonehead move. If you're gonna take anything, <laughs> take the money, not the pizza. <laughs> right. Exactly. We talk about the all the um, the upsides and downsides of social media, and that's a real upside if you've got somebody in England solving a crime in the United States. Hats off that that guy did a great job. Hats off, a hero. That's a hero hero move. Absolutely. Yeah! All right, our second story is called Ghost Gift. Well, this one sounds scary. It does. And this one starts out in a nice, calm neighborhood when some people find a gift of sorts on their porch. Honey, someone left a TV on our porch. What's on the porch? A a big ass TV. And it's not the only one. Somebody had left huge old televisions throughout their community. Awesome. Yay. (laughs) It's in TVs. Beware. Oh, this was a story about delivering a lot of things to you unexpectedly. Pizza and TVs. Crazy. Oh, man. Um, I think we need the full news story on this one. Sydney, take it away. News. Ghost gifts from Six News Richmond. More than 20 vintage TVs were left on front porches in Virginia. The bizarre discoveries were made by families in a quiet subdivision one Thursday morning. Must watch TV takes on a whole new meaning. One couple found a Toshiba FST black stripe television from 1986 on their front porch. 
The husband called it a TV from Back to the Future. More than 20 TV gifts were reported left on front porches. It remains unclear why or if any crime has been committed. <laughs> okay, wait a second. How, how old is this story? It's, it's a new story. It's a new story. Okay, so, so my question is... <laughs> but they were old TV... Well, that's what I'm saying. It, they, they, they titled the piece Ghost Gifts, and I'm like, this is just a guy clearing out his house, getting rid of he junk. He had 20 old TVs? Like, <laughs> I mean... Well, maybe they were, you know, maybe they were, um, they weren't, they weren't all legally paid for TVs. And it was like, well, I, I got no use for them now. And I couldn't offload them uh, back 20 years ago or 30 years ago. I couldn't offload them and I got to get rid of them. And he's cleaning out his, he's cleaning out his storage container with these, with these hot TVs. So he just decided to like freak out a whole neighborhood. I mean, honestly, if you left them throughout a city, it, it probably wouldn't be noticed. But you leave them all on front porches in its subdivision, people are going to talk about it and go, "What is going on?" Of course. No, I was wondering, do you just sit back and wait till you start hearing people talk about it? It trickles back to you. Is that like the Machiavellian thing? What before you talk about well, it? Well, no, like the guy or that did you, this, and I'm just assuming it's a guy. It's oh. probably at least two guys. I mean, right. I, as I recall, those TVs yes. were massive. Well, you can't even see my hands. <laughs> but that's why that's why he did it all in the same subdivision. I mean, if, I mean, imagine drive. I mean, that's so much time to drive around and drop TVs off at random places. You just unload them in one subdivision. That's you know. Probably just take you a couple hours, a couple of guys. Couple of guys, couple hours. Sounds, sounds smart truck. to me. So wait, so so do people think that this is really, I mean, a, really a ghost, a ghost gift? Is that um, is that the the point of view of anybody in this story? I would I would think that this is where we kind of have to call. Do we believe this or not believe it? I mean, this is like pushing it. This is sort of like the reporter called it a ghost gift, but. But no one saw them. Okay, come on. If someone came up, I mean, yeah, there's still surveillance. Nobody has footage of two dudes carrying these <laughs> TVs or flo or a TV just floating. A floating TV. <laughs> Maybe that's why they chose this subdivision. Maybe it's a, a cameraless subdivision. Oh, yeah. I'm... They have a. They have an. It's an anti-security subdivision. <laughs> these guys knew it. Yeah, I want to live there. Sign me up. <laughs> Sign me up. And. And let me ask you this too: If it was a ghost, um, I mean, I mean, I think a ghost would give you a new TV. I mean, I mean, that would, you know, what I'm saying? Like, it's like some big 72-inch flat-screen smart TV. Yeah. Not not something from 19. You said 86, 1986. Yeah. Yeah. Can you even use a TV from 1986 these days? I mean. That's a good question. You could plug it in. I mean, you could get it to be, oh, maybe that's why it's ghostly. You plug it in and then you speak to the ghost through the static, you know? That's it. Yes. So it's a communication device. I, did they plug it in? Did they? That's, so we need to investigate more of this we story. Do. We need names. This is uh, Virginia. We need to call some people. Did you? Virginia. That's right. Did you plug in your TV and then... Did you try to communicate with your TV with this with the fuzzy static? Did you talk to it? Have you have you ever done that? Because until have you have you ever done that? I, I haven't I haven't spoken to my TV, but I've probably done I've probably spoken to like like if my cat sees something up in a corner, I might have been like, "Who's there? Who's there? Are you good? Are you bad? I don't know. I'm." Uh, you know, I don't want to give away too much of, of what I do. Oh, in the well, I, no, I, yeah. Thank you. We, we appreciate that. 
But uh, I, well, I have spoken to the house when I heard like sounds and just, just in case somebody, I mean, there are people that actually could come into my house as the same with you. I have said, hello, is anyone there? Yes. And you know. Well, that's, 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 that's rational behavior. <laughs> Talking to the, the empty corner of your house because your cat has been staring at it. Yeah, you know. <laughs> your, your cat is gaslighting you. <laughs> yes. It's like, if I stare at this corner long enough, Grinnell will think something's there. That's right. And I, I, yes, exactly. I'm going to pull one over on Grinnell. <laughs> totally. I think my cats do that to me all the time, to be it, honest. It is their job. And I probably would show up for free pizza, even even with a kidnapped child. Yeah, and I, and, I might be. And you I, would I, have been thank you. You would have left a thank you note on your porch if someone left you a TV. Well, that's uh, that's just common courtesy, right? <laughs> it is. It is common courtesy. Yeah, I got to yeah. say, both of our stories today probably weren't that scary, but they're kind of spooky cool. I would love, yeah, I mean, sure. if I lived in my subdivision, I guess this is technically a subdivision, I would be really, uh, I would want to talk to people and say, hey, did you get one of those? Oh, totally. Totally. What about the ring community? You know, we've got ring and once you get ring, you, then you're on this community, you get alerts. Yes. You get a million people going, who put this TV set on my front porch? It would make people go nuts. Well, then you, I mean, with, with, and that's the kind of thing that you would think that somebody would have had a ring and caught these guys leaving the TV on the front porch. They would have. They would have had but to wear masks. Apparently not. So, see, then, then, then it wouldn't be a ghost gift. It would be like a creepy, creepy guy gift. Because they'd have to, like, put a, a hood that's on right. something. You know, they'd have to hide their faces, right? True. I mean, you, you do, you do see some of these videos where they, they go up to the door like this, you know. And then they grab a bag and, and, and go, oh, oh, and then run. And they show their self off <laughs> to the camera. The, the porch pirates. The porch pirates, yeah. Exactly. I don't even think with a 1986 television, I don't even think you could sell that. Like you couldn't say, well, I guess I'll just get rid of it or sell it. Or you, I mean, it's really just like somebody left trash or like junk on your front porch. Yeah. Well, um, FYI to everyone out there, you can call your trash collector. They have a bulk day and you could just leave it out for them. But yeah, there's ways to handle it other than dropping them off on your neighbor's doorstep. Yes. <laughs> That's true. And there is there is that, that saying, one man's junk is another man's treasure sure so you could you could leave it out on the street and maybe somebody would come by and be like i don't care if it's from 1986 i want it i want it i'm with you i want to plug it right. in and see if i, I can talk it. to another dimension just want to try totally if, if i knew that that was the case i would definitely if, if somebody said oh this is a portal to the other dimension i'd be like i'm all in let me try that well I, i'm saying it right now grinnell to you try it <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. All right. If I, get, if I come across a Toshiba 1986 black striped TV. Done. Done deal. I will try it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for joining me again on this crazy journey of finding some very spooky, strange, and just odd stories to talk about. <laughs> I love it. I love talking about creepy, weird, strange stories. Good. Well, we will do it again, my friend. <laughs> all right. Take care, guys. And uh, everyone out there, you keep uh, keep safe, and uh, keep your keep your eye out for some old TVs and pizza. 
weirdness. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the I Scary Podcast. Be safe out there so you can come back for another show. Oh, yeah. Everyone at iScary Podcast would like to thank you, the listeners, for joining us. And we hope you come back for another spooky episode. A huge shout out and all our thanks also goes to our newscaster, Sydney Story, our announcer, Zach Mercer, and all our Step Into the Story actors, Grinnell Morris, Sydney Story, Zach Mercer, and an IA program we get from Speechalo. And we license our music and sound effects from Zapsplat. <laughs> Join us again, if you dare. The Ice Scary Podcast is produced by Wyatt Pashik and Ann Kimbrough. Copyright April 2021.